Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi there. Welcome back to Connection with Brian and Nicole. And we have had a month of berry toast. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want to go back and hear it the last three weeks. Yes. Because it was really good. Really good uh, wisdom and experience and lessons and just good stuff. Amen. So go check it out on connectionshow.org and hear what he had to say and then come back and watch this one again. Yes. Because it's good stuff. <laughs> Thanks for being with us for a whole month. Yeah, my pleasure. Awesome. <laughs> I know that the people are blessed and yeah. uh, we just thank y'all for connecting with us and uh, oh. we thank you for connecting with us too. It's been great and we've just, we've gained so much out of yeah. the work that you put in over the years and and you've just been a blessing to us and to our ministry. Amen. And now we get to share you so that you can be a blessing with other people as well. And so um, that is really is our honor and our pleasure. And we thank you for being you. So um, we love you. My privilege. So, yeah, amen, amen. Well, uh, for those that don't know that just might be uh, tuning in to this first episode, they may be listening on the radio or watching uh, online or on TV. Uh, Mr. Barry Tubbs has been a part of Kenneth Copeland Ministries for over 35 years. He has served Brother Copeland and um, just done that loyally, uh, diligently, and through that period of time, the Lord has favored you and given you wisdom, and uh, he's shared a lot of that with us over these last uh, three weeks. Feel free, please do, go back and watch the episodes before because there is a ton of great stuff, godly stuff that will help you in your life and just listen to some of the wisdom that the Lord has allowed to come through, Mr. Barry. And uh, you can do that at connectshow.org. Also, while you're there, send us a prayer request. Uh, tell us where you're watching from. Ask a question or comment. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, uh, Mr. Barry, we just... This last episode that we have with you, we just wanted to really open it up and see what the Lord is telling you, uh, see what He's been bringing up in your spirit or just leading you down that um, you know may just help you or it may help others as well. But what's He been speaking to you and what's, uh, what's the Lord, what's the direction you feel like He's heading and taking things? Well, I think He's talking to me. You know, I'm 74 years old and uh, I meet people all the time and they say, well, when are you going to retire? <laughs> and I'm saying, what for? Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's no retirement in the Bible. No. Mm -mm. You don't find it anywhere. No, I've searched. You don't retire, you just refire. Yes, mm -hmm. amen. Know? And so that's kind of what he's been talking to me about. And if you watch Brother Copeland, yes. that there's no thought of slowing down, <laughs> right. even, much less retirement. Right. You know? And he says he's going to 120. Yes. Man. Well, that's job security for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Time so, to eat the Wheaties. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up with him. Yes, sir. You know, but I think what the Lord is saying today is that we need to think bigger. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Launch out into the deep. Yes. And think bigger. I agree. Because it's all too easy to yes. be comfortable. Mm -hmm where you are and develop habits and become complacent. Yes. And yeah. that's not where the excitement is. Yeah. Compromise the potential. And that's yeah. not where God is. Yeah. God's always challenging you to do more. Yes. Yeah. You go he said he would give us he would 
give us yeah. above and beyond That's right. what we could ask or think. Yes. If any, I mean, Brother Copeland challenges us by his asking and thinking because he's always out beyond yes. where we are. Yes. He, he, and that's one of the reasons he likes to go to Nigeria to Bishop Oyedipo's. Yes. Is because Bishop Oyedipo challenges your thinking. Amen. Because of what he's doing in this third world country, mm-hmm. yes. debt-free, now building a 100,000-seat facility. Right. Debt-free. Yeah. Thinks he can go to three services on Sunday if he has that instead of the five that he has now with a 50,000-seat venue. <laughs> you know. In and Nigeria. I, in Nigeria, a yeah. third world country. Yeah. With just the word and paid for with Nigerian money. Not coming over to the U.S. and saying, yeah. won't you help me? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. He's done it all there. Well, it challenges your faith and challenges what you're doing for God. Yes. And Brother Copeland comes back and he says, well, we're going to go on Dish TV. <laughs> we're not doing enough. Right. You know. And I think... God is speaking to all of us in that way, mm-hmm. is what do we need to do more yes. than what we're doing now? Yeah. Because that's what causes us to grow, mm-hmm. yeah. to stretch our faith. Mm-hmm. God comes to you and asks you to do something. If you can do it, it's not God. Right. You don't need God right. to do something right. you can do. Right. If He asks you to do something, it will be impossible yeah. for you. That's right. But with God, all things are possible. Yes, sir. And that's what he wants to do. Faith pleases God. In order to please God, we've got to be operating in faith all the time. That's right. Amen. Because stepping out in faith shows us that we have complete trust and confidence in him. Yes. Because that's the only way it can work, only way it can happen. And so launching out into the deep and thinking bigger. Yeah. Thinking bigger, above and beyond where we are now. Yes. And when we get there, he's already ahead of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, right. You, you go and ask him for something, and he says, is that all? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he wants us thinking bigger. Yeah. You know, and we're not going to overwhelm God with our big thinking. No. We serve a big God. That's right. Yes. Hmm? Yes. My God's a big God. Yes, I, I know your God's a big God. <laughs> the problem is... All too many Christians, their God is not a big God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they don't know the truth. Yeah. And they're reluctant to get out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've sat in this seat for the last 35 years in church. That's my seat. Right. Well, it's time to go to the other side of the church. Yeah. <laughs> and find out there's some good people over there, too. Yes. You know, that doesn't seem like much. But it's moving out of your comfort zone. Yes. Maybe it's driving a different route to work in the morning. Because right. we're creatures of habits. You know, yeah. we, get, we get locked into doing things the same way we've always done them. Well, that's the same old, same old. Yeah. There's no excitement there. Right. I'm telling you, God has us in the adventure zone. Yes. In the Amen. faith zone. That's where the excitement is. Amen. I get excited when I get, I got the greatest job in the world. You know, I get to go around and visit the family and see what's going on in Nigeria and all these other places. And God's alive and well out there. Yes. All he's looking for is one person just to believe. Yes. Yes. That it can be done here. Yes. That it can be done now. 
Yes. You know, Amen. I don't have to, have to wait for, for help from somebody else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You and God are enough. That's yeah. right. You know? That's right. So I think that's what he's saying to me is don't get locked into anything. Stay available. Yeah. Stay open. Continue to pray. Continue to stay in the Word. Keep your faith energized for the next step. Amen. Because there's always another step. There's yeah. always another level. And that's where he has us moving to. Amen. You know, that's what he, when Peter, he'd been out fishing all night, right? Right. He comes in, no catch. <laughs> I mean, zero, nothing. So he's thinking, wasted my time last night. <laughs> so Jesus is speaking to the people. And he says, Peter, let me borrow your boat. So he goes out a little ways in, in the water in the boat and he speaks to the people. After he finishes his message, he comes back in and he says, Peter, let's go fishing. He's challenging Peter yes. to think bigger. Yes. Yeah, you didn't catch any fish last night. Peter argues with him a little bit. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, now, you're the carpenter. <laughs> I'm the fisherman. Right. <laughs> I fished all night. And that's the way fishing works. You fish at night. Now it's morning. Not time to fish. You know, but you know what Peter was doing? He was listening to the message. Yes. Hmm? Yes. He was part of it. He was there cleaning his nets, listening to the word. Yeah. And it built faith in his heart. And his final comment was, nevertheless, at, your at word. thy word. Yeah. He launched out into the deep. See, what, what Peter failed to recognize was that, yeah, he was a fisherman, but Jesus created the fish. Yeah. <laughs> and the creature is subject to the Creator. Amen. So he launched out of the deep, and you know what happened? Yes. Yeah. He met a too much God. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Glory a to too God. much God. Yeah. I mean, they came in, the nets were breaking. Yeah. Come on out I here and help that. us. And all the other ships came out there. They yes. filled them up, about to sink the boats. Yeah. Well, wouldn't God know when the nets are going to break <laughs> and the ships are going to sink? Yeah. Yeah, He knows, and He yeah. doesn't care. That's yeah. right. That's your problem. Yeah. Get a bigger boat. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Think bigger. Get, yeah. That's right. You got to think bigger. Yeah. Don't limit God. That's it. The only limits we have are those we put on ourselves. Exactly right. Yeah. So the question is not how big is God. The question is how big is your God? That's yes. right. Yes. Because he, he can only be as big in you as you're allowing to be. That's yeah. right. So that's, let's take the limits off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're at a point in time when we need to take the limits off. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And Amen. show the world how big God is. Yeah. That was um, one of the things, you know, a couple of years ago when Creflo Dollar announced the $65 million airplane. Right. Oh, man, the world went berserk. <laughs> and the church went more berserk, yeah. you know, against him. And uh, I, I got to thinking about that, and I thought, you know what? All right, forget whether or not it's right for him to have the plane for just a second. It's right for him to have the plane. I get that. I understand scripture. I understand how abundance works. I understand how seed time and harvest. He's sown a lot. Yeah. So, and and the, you'll have to tell me, does he have that already? Yeah. Does he have? Yeah, he's already got the plane. So the Lord provided for him, but I thought he did, but I want to make sure. And so anyway, here, forget whether or not you think he should have it or not. Just forget about that for a second. You're trying to tell me what, I, what became so very clear to me is the number of people in the body of Christ 
who do not think that God is bigger than $65 million. When you just look at the world's economy and how much money is in this earth versus $65 million, $65 million in the earth's economy is a drop in the bucket. And so it's nothing in the world. Now, to people, individuals, it can be a lot of money. But again, it's a lot of money because our mind is limited on, they don't know God. They don't know how big he is. And, and what I recognized was, I felt like the Holy Spirit said was, what that really did is it really identified the choke point. For most believers, yeah. that was beyond their choke point, and they just started choking on that amount. Right. But they would not be choking if they truly knew God, right. because God, when He is, when the just what the earth contains makes sixty-five million look like a drop in the bucket. We've got nine planets in our solar system, and then you've got billions of stars in our Milky Way galaxy, and there are billions of galaxies, and you're limiting God to $65 million? There's a lack, there's a discrepancy between who God is and your knowledge of Him. And that that really bothered me, and that, that really helped me to see that I need to expand people's thinking as a pastor to say, to let them see just how big he is because he's so much bigger than $65 million airplane. That's a drop in the bucket. And I mean, it's not even a drop. It's so small. It's a in DC, in Washington, DC, that's a rounding error. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Just in our economy, that's just a rounding error. $65 million, they don't even think anything about that. Yes. You know? But what it is, is this poverty mentality, yeah. the scarcity mentality, yeah. it's religion. It yeah. is. That's yeah. where that comes from. Yes. Is, now, just, just watch it, don't pay the pastor too much. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. You know, got to keep him under control, yeah. you know. Don't want to have too much. We, we serve a too much God. Yes, That's we do. Right. You read throughout the Word. He's yes. too much. Yes. He's more than enough. He's El Shaddai. We're not just conquerors. Yeah. We're more than conquerors. Yes. 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 Everywhere you read, it's more than. It's not just abundant. Than. It's exceedingly That's abundant. That's right. Yes. That's right. And, and Jesus came to give us what? Life yes. and abundance. Abundant life. life. To the full, not just life, till it but overflows. abundant yes. life. That's yeah. right. Prepare Psalm 23 table. says, yes. I'll, I'll fill your cup up just to the brim because we don't want to waste any. <laughs> no, don't want to waste no. any because you know, yeah. there's, there's a shortage. No. He said, yeah. I'm going to fill it up. I'm going to yeah. run it over all over the table, down on the floor, out the door, yes. down the street. That's what abundance yeah. is about. Yes. We're blessed to be a blessing. Yes. Excessive. How can God. you bless anybody Unless you have an abundance. That's right. You can't. And that, that verse in 2 Corinthians, we've been on it for months now, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And it says, out of your abundance, mm-hmm. you will do every good deed. Mm-hmm. See, when we don't know God and we don't think bigger, then God can't get an abundance in your hand. And because there's no abundance, every deed does not happen. That's right. And so because we've limited our thinking with God, we're not doing every good deed. And we're called to do every good deed. That's, That's who right. we are. That's right. And, um, you know, even the story you said just a few minutes ago. There were so many fish, the boat was sinking, the nets were breaking. God is an excessive God. But he didn't stop the fish from coming. No. They were still coming. Yes, yes, yes. They kept on coming. They just didn't bring a big enough boat. 
Well, how much? See, it, it's how much. What is your capacity? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the key. What is your capacity? And the problem we have with so many people is they have a small capacity. Yes. Got a yeah. teaspoon capacity. Mm -hmm. yes. Well, God fills what He finds. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. Mm -hmm. if, if it's a teaspoon, He'll fill the teaspoon. Yes. If it's a cup, He'll fill the cup. Yeah. yeah. If it's a bucket, he'll fill the bucket. If it's a wheelbarrow, he'll fill yeah. that. If it's a dump truck, he'll fill that. So <laughs> yeah. what we need to do is increase our capacity. Yes. And you do that by increasing your faith. Yes. Yeah. Because the more word you get, the more you learn what yes. the will of God is for yes. us. And that is to be above and beyond, to live in abundance, yes. yeah. to be able to bless every good work that you choose to bless. Yeah. I mean, if, if something wants to happen at the church, that every church member should be sitting there thinking, okay, God, what do you want me to do here? Yes. Yeah. You want to pay for all of it or part of it? Yeah. Because you've got an abundance waiting. Yeah. That's right. Yes. To be given to yes. whatever God directs you to do. Yes. Yeah. That way, the need is met. Yes. The need is met. He painted a picture with the prodigal son when he told the older son, everything I have is yours. Right. You know, Jesus said, all that the father has is mine and I give it to you. He's looking to disclose himself, to manifest himself to us. But we've got to know, we've got to get that cup bigger. We've got to make it into a pool, make it into a lake, make it into an ocean. And we just had uh, in the church right now, we've probably had... Uh, the biggest inflow in fruit and even finances that we've ever had in this year. Mm -hmm. uh, it's exceeded where we've ever been before already and we're not done with the year. And uh, we're praising God. But just a couple of weeks ago, the Lord, I mean, I felt like just as clear, I can miss it, but I felt this was just as clear as it could be. The Lord said, you need to talk to your leadership team right now and tell them to expand their thinking yes. because, and the... Uh, inference there was that he wanted to take us to a new level, but we were not going to be able to go to the mm. next level without immediately doing this right now, mm. expanding our thinking. Stop thinking in terms of thousands mm -hmm. and, and just in financial wise, but it's also the power of God as well. Expand your thinking. Stop, stop thinking in terms of thousands. Start thinking in terms of tens of thousands, mm -hmm. right? Well, as soon as we did that, and, and we've got some leadership that's here even in the studio with us, and that's what we did. As soon as we did that, we started receiving that within weeks. Yeah. Within, is, is that not correct? Wow. Within yeah. weeks, it started to happen. Yeah. But come on, the Lord, see, it really cost us nothing to do ministry when we understand that He gives seed to the sower. Yep. The question is, have we believed God and have we become a sower in our heart and believed Him to give seed to it? When we do that, He gives us the seed. And so when we actually do something or give an offering, it's not costing us anything but faith and obedience. And because if I wouldn't have believed for it, I wouldn't have gotten the seed in the first place. So I, it would have been the same either way in the end result. I would have ended up with the same in the bank account. But because I saw him for who he was, I exalted my thinking. I became an abounding and cheerful giver in my heart. He now is obliged to give more seed to the sower based off of their heart, based off of the purposed intention of their heart. And now I would not have had that if I wouldn't have believed for it. But now because we've believed for it, he's able to give it. And now we can now sow and we can give. We've given more this year than we've ever given before. Mm. Glory to God. We've, yeah. we've advanced the kingdom 
more than ever. You know, um, we just had a situation earlier today uh, where we just said, uh, should we should we give give to the kingdom? You know, in this in this one area, and uh, we said, yeah, I think we should. Well, we we gave. Uh, you know, I'll just I'll just be, you know, clear. We gave a couple hundred dollars, right? That's not a huge seed for us, but I can tell you it was not that long ago mm-hmm. when a couple hundred dollars needed to be prayed over for a while, you know. <laughs> yeah. But now yeah. as we've increased our knowledge and our thinking of That's him, right. he has increased our abundance for every good mm-hmm. deed, for every good work. Well, everybody's operating at, operating at different levels. Yes, yes. But as your capacity increases to receive more, mm-hmm. yes. your capacity will increase to give more. Yes, yes. The exactly. numbers will change. They'll continue to increase because yes. God is a God of increase. Yes. yes. You know, there is yes. no status quo Absolutely. in the body of Christ. You're either moving forward That's or you're right. moving backward, one yes. of the two. But you're not sitting still. That's right. And we've got to continue to be increasing and asking and yes. believing for more. Yes. So that we can do more. Yes. There's a yeah. lot yet to be done in this world. Amen. And so we've got to be about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jesus is coming soon. But until he does, yes. I'm going to occupy. Yeah. He's going to find us at the, at the race. Running, That's right. Running the race. That's right. Yes. He'll, he'll find faith when he comes yes, back. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. 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 He'll find faith yeah. with us. Yes. Because we'll be out there doing something. Amen. He you told know, us to go. We've got a responsibility right. go to go. Ye. That's because right. the church has sat on their behonkas comfortable. <laughs> Blessed assurance. Blessed assurance. Being comfortable, the world yeah. has had to step up. You know, I'm yeah. convinced that's why there are so many, you know, Red Cross and United Way and stuff. Exactly. Because the church didn't, didn't step up yes. and do. We're called to care for the what orphans and the widows. What do we have today? A welfare system yes. that is ruining our country and yeah. ruining the people that are caught up in it. Yeah. yeah. Never supposed to have a welfare no. system. No. That is not the job of the government. That's the job of the church. That's right. That's right. But the church didn't do it. Gave it away. Yeah. And they said, got, well, yeah. okay, it's easier. See, so yeah. take the path of least resistance. It's easier to let them yeah. do it mm-hmm. than to have faith and step out there and do it yourself. They yeah. wanted to sit in the comfort We've got to zone. take it back. Yeah. And it all comes back to trusting in God, knowing Him for who He really is, and increasing our faith. That's you know, right. Increasing, I mean, like what we were talking about giving before, the faith is not any different in believing for $100 no, as bit. it is $1,000. Right. The only difference is we've increased our knowledge of who He is and what He wants us to do. Right. I, I've, we've found that in our personal finances and with the church mm-hmm. uh, that the faith is the exact same. The difference is what's the figure that we're applying that faith to. We just when we learn that he's bigger than where we've been, which that's always going to be the case. Mm-hmm. We just apply it to that new revelation, and all of a sudden he shows up there too. And when's the last time God came to you and said, "Now, Brian, I want you to give <laughs> some money. Uh, do you have it in your account? Right? <laughs> can, can you afford to give it right now? Right? He didn't say any of those that's things. Right. No. He just says. Give this. Yes. Because he expects you to just obey. Yes. Whether it's convenient or not. (laughs) Yes. Right? Whether the timing is right or not. Yeah. And if you do that, you'll be blessed. Yes. Because you can't get out and give God. Yeah. Just like Jesus using Peter's boat. Yes. Okay. Used your boat. Now let's go fishing. Yes. Well, he got more than he ever expected. Yeah. Yeah. Glory to God. Back. 
from just using his boat for a few yes. hours. He's not going to tell you to give more than what he will provide. He's not looking for you to provide it. That's right. Yeah. He's well, looking for you to trust in him to provide it. We still talk about the little woman who came and gave all she had. Yeah. Yes. Hmm? Still to this day. There was a lot of other people there that yeah. gave a whole lot more than she did, but Jesus is standing there watching. Mm-hmm. We still talk about her. Today. Yep. Because she acted in faith. That's exactly That's right. right. She gave all that she That's had. Right. Yeah. And we still talk about her. That's we, we've had a statement recently. And you know, a lot of this is what I found out about money and finances in the kingdom of God is Jesus eventually calls money a small thing. Mm-hmm. And he says, How, if you won't handle this small thing, right. talking about finances, yeah. how am I going to give into your hands the true riches mm-hmm. of the kingdom? Uh, so he says, Money is a small thing. But honestly, if you look at churches today, the number one holdup for the majority of people is right. money and finances. Right. Either they don't have any or they, are, they don't like people talking about it in church it, right. because it truly has their heart. You know, their treasure of their heart is the love of money. And uh, you know, a good way to figure that out, just in case anybody's wondering, <laughs> if since we've been talking about finances and money, if you're having a hard time with that, that's probably an indicator of the discipline of God putting his finger on that issue in you. And you can say, wow, do I have that issue? Is, and do I love money more than I thought? Hebrews 12, 11 says, all discipline for the moment is sorrowful and even not joyful. But if you'll give yourself to that discipline, you will have the peaceful fruit of righteousness. And so he says, look, if you will humble yourself and say, wait a minute, do I have an issue with it? I don't like that they're talking about money. That generally means that that's the issue with you. uh, And that's the way it's worked with me as well. But what I've found is that's the issue that people can't get over. But money t- tends to be one of the now, greatest... They choose not to get over They yes. choose to, yes, That's yes, right. yes. You, so you make right. choices. Every day yeah. you're making choices down this path of obedience that God has called us to. Yes. You can either do what God asks you to do or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you can either be blessed or not. That's exactly you know, right. Because yes. He gives us a choice, yeah. even to the point of life and death. He yeah. said, I said it before you, but yes. choose life. Choose them yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so He wants us... As we talked about in the last show, he's intentional. Yes. He wants us blessed. Yeah. But in yes. order to be blessed, you got to do something. Yeah, you got to make a you choice. You got to meet the conditions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Every promise in God's word has a condition that goes along with it. Yes. Well, yeah. what it boils down to really is knowing him. We've got to think bigger. We got to know him bigger, know him deeper because the more you know him, the more you can trust in him. That's right. The yeah. more you know who he is. And, you know, I trust my husband. I love my husband because I've gotten to know him. That's right. 25 years ago may have been different, but sure. I've spent time with him. I've learned who he is. Right. I put my life in his hands. Well, we do the same thing with God. We learn money is just a tool. It's a resource he uses. It's yeah. not anything big because we know who did he is. Yes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And if we will put what God calls a small thing in his hands... It's amazing what he, he will do with it and he can produce in your life. But not only that, 
but that becomes a great teaching tool. When I learn the principles about finances, how they work in the kingdom of God and biblical finances, now I can apply that in healing. I can apply that faith towards winning souls. I can apply that. And But what would have been the holdup would have been that small thing until I got over top of that and understood. Used to, I didn't like talking about finances. Now, I find that it is one of the greatest teachers of faith mm -hmm. because it's one of those areas where people will have to learn how to accept it and choose to accept God's principles on it, and that will help them move into the next true riches and true riches. Yeah. But they're held up a lot of times at that small thing. And so we just, you know, we only got a minute uh, left here, but I want to just tell you that no matter where you find yourself, God is a big God. Yeah. He is a big God. I, trust me when I say this, and you can find this in Scripture as well, the moment that you think you have God figured out, He goes well beyond that. And when you fit, get to that place where you think it is with the next thing that you can imagine or think, He will go beyond that. And when you get to that place, He will go beyond that because that's just how big He is. And no matter if you're believing God for some joy in your life or some hope or finances or healing, I trust me when I say that God is big enough to meet all of those Amen. through His Son, Jesus Christ. Just pray this with me right now today. Jesus, I need you. Thank you, Lord. Help me. Yes. You're the Lord of my life. Yes. I believe you died for me, and I believe God brought you back to life for me. I receive yes. you today as my Savior. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Mr. Barry, we can't say thank, thank you, you so enough. Much. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for joining us on Connection again today. Go look at the other episodes. Send us a message. We love you. Have a great, great week. Blessings be in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Brian and Nicole for this week's broadcast. Connection is all about connecting you more intimately with Jesus, where you can find true joy and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.